Hey, Mama. I know getting meals on the table for your family can feel tough, especially finding weeknight-friendly meals that everyone in the family will love. There's a good chance it's why you're here, at least I hope so. Helping moms take the stress out of feeding their family is my biggest passion. It's why I share with you here, and it's why I created the Healthy Mama Cooking Club. If you've ever wished this podcast came with a weekly done-for-you dinner plan with a shopping list and meal prep tips, or maybe a recipe library with over 200 family-friendly recipes, cooking tips, how-tos, and hacks, well, it does, and it's all in the Healthy Mama Cooking Club over on Patreon. Starting at just $3 a month for access to our 200-plus recipe vault with printable PDF recipes, or $5 a month for weekly done-for-you dinner plans, plus the recipe vault and bonus podcasts every month, the Healthy Mama Cooking Club is the dinnertime solution you're looking for. Head to patreon.com slash healthymamachris or click the link in the show notes to try it out for a week free and join over 130 other busy mamas making weeknight meals work with the Healthy Mama Cooking Club. I can't wait to see you in there. All right, let's get on with the episode. Summer is almost here, and I don't know about you, but summer dinners are just different than school year dinners in my house. Typically, we're out and about all day at the beach, going on adventures, and my desire to cook complex dinners wanes significantly in the summertime. That's where shortcuts come in. Tune in for some of our favorite easy dinners in the summertime featuring shortcut ingredients. Does cooking feel like a struggle more often than you want to admit? Do school lunches get boring after the third week and even cereal for breakfast sometimes feels like too much effort? Let alone feeding yourself and your family meals with vegetables they'll actually eat? If you're a busy mama like me, you can probably relate. I'm Chris Dovniak and welcome to My Healthy Mama Kitchen. I'm a trained chef, culinary nutritionist, and mama of two, and I'm here to guide you in making healthy eating easy and accessible by simplifying your meal plan, demystifying meal prep, taking the stress out of weeknight dinners, and helping you learn to cook your family delicious, nutrient-dense meals along the way without spending hours in the kitchen or thousands of dollars a month at Whole Foods. In this podcast, I'm here to share my best tips, tools, and hacks for your real-life Healthy Mama kitchen with a side of humor and sometimes a little bit of spice. So grab your favorite apron and let's get cooking. Welcome back to the Healthy Mama Kitchen Podcast. I'm Chris Dovniak, trained chef, recipe developer, and busy mom. And summer is almost officially here. It's here in terms of school for us now. And even if your kids aren't out of school yet, it's about the time many of us start thinking about meals in the summertime. When it comes to dinners, the heat paired with often wildly different schedules than during the school year means a new set of challenges than during the school year. And for us in particular, summers are a bit crazy because my husband is a professional sailor, which means he travels all around New England throughout the summer, and he's often not home. And so it's just me and the girls most often for dinner time. Our schedules are weird because we're at the beach or we're going to the zoo or we're going on a hike. And you pair that with the heat of the summer and I get home at the end of the night and I am just tired. And even though I love to cook, developing recipes is what I do for a living. I don't want to cook as much in the summertime. And I think this is true for many of us. So today I want to share some of my favorite easy shortcuts for making meals easier whenever you need it in the summertime. I'm going to do this a little bit differently than I have in the past, and instead of just listing off shortcut ideas, 
I am going to focus on five shortcut ingredients and give you three ideas for each one of those shortcut ingredients. So you'll get 15 shortcut recipe slash meal ideas with a couple bonus ideas as well. So let's dive in. Shortcut number one is pre-made meatballs. Now, this does require a little bit of cooking, but very little cooking. There's a couple options here. You can get frozen meatballs. I love the frozen meatballs from Trader Joe's. They have a turkey version and a beef version. They also have a really delicious chicken meatball that I talked about in my Trader Joe's Grocery Guide episode. It's $3.99 for four servings. Now, if you have a larger family or you have hungrier family members, you might need two packages. But even so, like $8 for meatballs for your family is not crazy expensive these days. So it's a pretty inexpensive shortcut option. You can also, if you are making meatballs, make a double batch. It's pretty easy to just make a double batch of meatballs. It does take some time to roll out the meatballs. You can cook them first and then freeze them, or you can freeze them raw. But I do find cooking them first and then freezing them for a few hours on a sheet pan and then putting them into a plastic bag is the best way to keep them from sticking together. So there's several options for what meatballs you can use. Choose the easiest option for your family and the option that works for your family. The chicken meatballs are gluten-free and dairy-free, I believe. But some meatballs will have breadcrumbs in them. Some of them will have like Parmesan cheese in them. So check the packages. Obviously, if that is something that your family focuses on for one reason or another, you probably are already, but I'm sure there's an option that you can find. We also like the grass-fed meatballs in the frozen section from Target as well. I think those are like $5.99 or $6.99. So again, not crazy expensive. Those are like teeny tiny though, so they're a little bit different than the other ones I mentioned. So what are we going to do with the meatballs then? It's the summertime, so we can always do spaghetti and meatballs. But I like to mix things up a little bit in the summertime. I love to use meatballs for bowls, for subs, and for wraps, or pita wraps, I should say. So Greek meatball bowls are my first shortcut option I love to make. So I'll cook up the meatballs, usually in the air fryer, but you don't need an air fryer. You can cook them up in the oven. I'll cook up some couscous. You can also use quinoa for gluten-free. Couscous only takes about five minutes on the stove. If you're going to make quinoa, I recommend making it in a rice cooker so it's hands-off. And then we add a ton of hummus to the bottom of a bowl. We're talking like a quarter of a cup per person. I like to use the Mediterranean hummus from Trader Joe's. It comes in a really big tub. It's really tasty. My kids like it. And so we'll do a bunch of hummus in the bottom, add some couscous to the top, add the meatballs, and then I will make the quickest Greek chopped salad ever. So I just chop up some grape tomatoes, cucumber, red onion. You can leave the red onion out if you think your kids won't eat it. And then I toss it with some red wine vinegar, some olive oil, salt, and oregano. And then usually we serve it with some Kalamata olives. And oftentimes I'll whip up a really quick yogurt sauce as well, which is just one clove of garlic I mince and I add to some lemon juice just to mellow out the garlic flavor. I let that sit for a couple minutes. I add yogurt, some chopped herbs. Usually I use probably about a quarter of a cup of chopped herbs, drizzle of olive oil, and some salt. Whisk it together. You can water it down if you want to, but that's basically our standard yogurt sauce. You can also make a tzatziki sauce with cucumber. That takes a little bit longer because you have to shred the cucumber. And I let the cucumber sit on a paper towel for 
probably like 20 minutes and then squeeze out any excess water. Add that in with some chopped fresh dill and you have a really simple tzatziki sauce or simple herb sauce. You can use whatever herbs you have on hand for that herb sauce. You could use dill, you can use mint, you can use parsley, you can use cilantro. We typically just use a mix of whatever we have on hand and it is a staple in our house. So number one are those Greek meatball bowls all together. Everything comes together while the meatballs are cooking. So it takes like maybe 15, 20 minutes. Really simple. It sounds complicated. It feels complicated, but it's really simple. And I forgot to mention we like to top it with some feta as well. We always use the feta in the brine because any other feta is not worth it, in my opinion. We also love meatballs as meatball subs. Now, you can do your classic meatball sub, toss it with some marinara sauce. So heat them up, toss it with some marinara sauce, top with some shredded cheese, pop it under the broiler. You have a really easy meatball sub, but I like buffalo meatball subs. So whip together a really quick buffalo sauce, which is just hot sauce, usually Frank's Red Hot. Frank's Red Hot Sauce is what is used. Some butter, usually some vinegar. Usually it's white vinegar. I like apple cider vinegar as well. I like adding a little bit of garlic to it. Some people add a bit of sugar to their buffalo sauce, but I am not a fan. I prefer it. Pretty classic. Hot sauce, butter, garlic, a little bit of vinegar. Whisk that together, toss it over the cooked meatballs, and then top it with blue cheese. And I also like to do some thinly sliced green onions, otherwise known as scallions, on top as well. Super simple. Again, serve it up with some carrots and celery, just some crudite, maybe some blue cheese dipping sauce as well. You have an easy dinner in like 10 minutes, however long it takes to cook the meatballs. And make the buffalo sauce while the meatballs are cooking. Chop up some vegetables and you're good to go. And I serve that up on a sub roll. Usually a brioche bun is my favorite, but you can serve it on whatever you want. You can do a gluten-free hot dog bun or you could even make it into a bowl as well. Serve it on top of some rice or cauliflower rice. Or it would also pair really well with some leftover potato salad on the side too. Or you know what? If your air fryer is already on... Then go ahead and add some fries, waffle fries are what I'm thinking of, to your air fryer and just make it like a bar food at home kind of night too. Mom deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Okay, my third shortcut with meatballs is meatball pita wraps. I have two options for this in my budget kitchen dinners or lunches. I think it's in lunches. I have to look that up. I'll link it in the show notes, but they're also in the Healthy Mama Cooking Club, as are almost all of the shortcut options I am sharing with you today. If not now, they will be up in the summertime. So the first one is a barbecue chicken meatball wrap. So we'll use a pita as the base. You could also use a wrap. And then we will toss the cooked meatballs in some barbecue sauce, whatever your favorite barbecue sauce is, and then make a really, really quick slaw. My quick slaw is just mayonnaise. I like an avocado oil mayonnaise with some 
apple cider vinegar, a little bit of honey, a little bit of salt, a little bit of Dijon mustard. Whisk that together. Add the slaw mix. Add the meatballs and the slaw to a wrap. A little bit of extra drizzle of barbecue sauce over the top, and you're good to go. Really quick dinner. You could also serve this as a sub as well, like the buffalo meatball subs too. And then taking that Greek meatball bowl idea and transforming it into a wrap. This is basically the same ingredients as with the bowl. Typically, I'll do a wrap at the bottom, and then you can either use the yogurt sauce as a spread, or I like to do hummus, add the cooked meatballs on top, chopped Greek salad. Usually, I will chop up some olives and add it to it as well. So do that chopped Greek salad over top, a little bit of yogurt sauce, a little bit of feta. Dinner is done again in like 15 minutes. And my kids love these, by the way. My kids are not a huge fan of the buffalo sauce, but they will eat it. Other than that, my kids are super big fans of all of these. Shortcut number two is frozen breaded chicken. I have a favorite frozen breaded chicken. My personal favorite is the one from Trader Joe's. I know people rave about the Aldi red bag chicken, but I find it kind of sweet. It works in a pinch, but I much prefer the Trader Joe's frozen bagged breaded chicken. You can also use gluten-free chicken nuggets if you are gluten-free for any of these as well. This one we actually made last night. I love making my homemade Caesar dressing. It is very, very easy to make. I have that recipe on my website. I'll link that in the show notes as well. And I will do it as either a kale salad or as a classic romaine Caesar salad. So if I have some of that left over, I usually also have some romaine left over as well. And so I will chop up the romaine, toss it with some Caesar dressing, grab a wrap, top it with that Caesar salad, and then add the cooked frozen breaded chicken to the top, a little bit of Parmesan, wrap it up, and it's a really quick dinner. You've got your veggies, you've got your carbs, you've got your protein, and dinner was ready in like 10 minutes. And as for sides for this one, typically I will serve it up with just some crudite, maybe some tomatoes on the side because my kids love those, especially when they are ripe and fresh in the summertime. And then uh, fruit is also a great option for kids especially as well. Maybe some sliced watermelon on the side. Keep it simple. Serve chips on the side if you want to serve chips on the side. This is your permission to keep sides very simple in the summertime. I know it's hot. I know you're tired. Keep it simple. My personal favorite with frozen breaded chicken is making a quick, not so fried, but sort of fried, I guess, if you put it in the air fryer, fried hot honey chicken sandwich. So I will cook up the chicken in the air fryer, get it nice and crispy. Immediately when it comes out, I will drizzle it with some hot honey. I like the Trader Joe's hot honey, but Mike's hot honey is my favorite. So drizzle it with some hot honey and then take that hot honey chicken Place it on top of a toasted bun. I like brioche buns. Those are my favorite. You can do a little bit of mayonnaise on the bottom or aioli if you want to, but I like to serve it with some slaw. The same one I mentioned before for the barbecue chicken wraps on top. So I'll do the toasted bun, the hot honey chicken, a little bit of slaw, and some pickles. You cannot forget the pickles. If you don't want to do the slaw, then I do recommend doing a little bit of mayonnaise on the bun and then lettuce and tomato works as well. You could add cheese to it if you want to, but don't forget the pickles. This one is a favorite in our house for sure. 
And then finally, with that frozen breaded chicken, make an easy caprese chicken. Now, I have a caprese chicken, a skillet caprese chicken recipe coming to the Healthy Mama Cooking Club using pan seared chicken. But if you use that breaded chicken, cook it up really quick in the air fryer so it's mostly cooked, if not fully cooked. Add it to a cast iron pan or a baking dish of some sort. Top it with thinly sliced mozzarella, the balls of mozzarella, not shredded mozzarella, and then some thinly sliced fresh tomatoes, the freshest you can get. Pop that under the broiler for just a couple minutes until it gets gooey and melty, and then top it with some fresh sliced or chiffonaded basil. And then I like to drizzle it with some reduced balsamic vinegar. I get the kind from Trader Joe's. Delicious dinner. Serve it with just a simple green salad or a Caesar salad on the side. I promise you it will feel like you put in a lot of effort and it's really simple. Okay, shortcut number three is one of our go-tos and it's just buying a rotisserie chicken. We like the rotisserie chickens from Whole Foods. If you don't have a Whole Foods close by, most grocery stores have rotisserie chicken or at least rotisserie chicken breast that you can buy and you can slice up or shred up. The first way and the easiest way I like to use rotisserie chicken is just paired with a salad kit for the easiest dinner ever. You can do a chicken Caesar salad with a Caesar salad kit. You can do a Southwestern chicken salad if you use the Southwestern salad kit from Aldi or from Trader Joe's. If we are out and about and for some reason we don't have dinner or we don't have time to make the dinner that we had planned or we're coming home from travel, this is our go-to. It's so much less expensive than getting takeout. It's beyond easy, and everyone in the family is pretty happy with it as well. If you want to bulk it up a little bit, you can serve it with some crostini or garlic bread or just some fresh bread, maybe with some olive oil, with some minced garlic, red pepper flakes, and parmesan if you want to really fancy it up, but you don't need to. Salad kit, rotisserie chicken, dinner is done. Number two, I love adding rotisserie chicken to non-bread pizza to add some protein to it. Non-bread pizza is one of our favorite shortcuts. I almost made this an entire section in and of itself, but oftentimes pizza, especially just cheese pizza, doesn't have enough protein to actually keep me or the kids full. So we will do a couple different types with the rotisserie chicken. We'll do a Mexican style and do some, I, I love to do this if I have leftover grilled corn, but do some corn on the top, some black beans, some cotija cheese, some chopped tomatoes, sliced olives. I like doing some jalapenos on the top. The kids do not like jalapenos, but what they do like is my homemade jalapeno cilantro ranch, which we will drizzle over it after it comes out of the oven. That one is delicious. We also really love doing a buffalo style, so the same buffalo sauce I mentioned earlier. I'll shred up the chicken, toss it with the buffalo sauce, add it on top of the pizza. I will usually do a white pizza for this, and then I will do some blue cheese and sliced green onions on top of that. Another little drizzle of buffalo sauce at the end when it comes out. Again, this one is my favorite versus the kids, but my favorite thing about using non-bread as pizza is its individual size. So we can each make our own unique pizza very easily. Pop it in the oven. We broil it for about five minutes until the cheese is nice and melty and the non bread's a little bit crispy on the edges. And then dinner is done. The other one we like to do is a barbecue chicken 
as well. Either the rotisserie chicken or the breaded chicken is good for this too. I love it with a little bit of bacon on there as well. And the roasted corn is good on there too. I don't do a slaw when I'm doing it on a pizza, but I will do sliced red onions and some cilantro when it comes out of the oven. The other thing I love to do with rotisserie chicken in the summertime is add it to any pasta salad to make it a full meal. This can be a pasta salad that you make ahead to have for lunches and dinners throughout the week, or it can be something that's left over from a cookout that you had, and you can turn it into a dinner another day just by adding some shredded rotisserie chicken. And as a bonus idea, we all know that shredded rotisserie chicken is perfect for tacos and tostadas, right? You can also do that. Shortcut number four is fish sticks. Hear me out. Fish sticks are delicious. When is the last time you tried a fish stick? Now, I have a homemade recipe for fish sticks in the cooking club, but you can also buy fish sticks at the store. Trader Joe's has a good version. And honestly, I think it's called Gorton's is pretty darn good, too. So cook up some fish sticks in the oven or the air fryer, and then you can make them into crispy fish tacos. So I will warm up some tortillas and then add the fish sticks and make a really quick cilantro lime slaw. This is literally just avocado oil, lime juice, lime zest, salt, toss it with a slaw mix, and then add that to alongside the fish tacos. And then I will do some sliced avocado. It's really good with some chopped mango or pineapple if you want a little bit of that sweetness as well. I like to serve this with my chipotle ranch or that jalapeno cilantro ranch that I mentioned as well. Or you can make a really quick crema with some heavy cream and sour cream and lime juice and garlic as well to drizzle over the top. But don't overcomplicate things. If you already have a dressing you can easily use for it, then do that. Keep it simple. You can also make a fish taco salad. So any of these Southwestern salad kits I mentioned, you can get at Aldi or Trader Joe's or most grocery stores have some sort of a Southwestern chopped salad. Cook up the fish sticks, add them on top of the salad, and you have a fish taco salad. And last but not least, we're going to make a fish stick sandwich. Think filet of fish, but better. So you're going to make a simple homemade tartar sauce. All tartar sauce is is mayonnaise, relish, and lemon juice, basically. Whisk that all together. You can adjust as you like. I typically do a quarter cup of mayonnaise, two tablespoons of relish, a tablespoon of lemon juice. You can do a little bit of salt on there if you want as well. Spread your toasted bun with some of that homemade tartar sauce. Add the cooked fish sticks to the top, lettuce, tomato, pickles if you want them. I guess you can do cheese, but I'm pretty averse to cheese with seafood. It's just something that we were taught was not allowed in culinary school. And I'll do a little bit of Parmesan with some white fish, like a Parmesan crusted white fish, like a piece of cheddar on top of fish sticks. It's not my thing. But if it's your thing, feel free to do it. You do you. And finally, shortcut number five is chicken sausage. The reason I am saying chicken sausage versus pork sausage is the vast majority of chicken sausage, if not all chicken sausage, is pre-cooked, which means it cooks up super fast. And that's what we want when we're looking for shortcuts. So my first is chicken sausage, pepper and onion bowls or subs. So I love the roasted pepper and onion frozen blend from Trader Joe's. If you don't have a Trader Joe's near you, you can 
get any sort of frozen pepper and onion blend. Now, of course, you can use fresh peppers and onions. This is just going to take you a little bit longer. So what I'll do is I will cook up the chicken sausage in a pan. You can do it sliced or just slice them in half. Cook it until it is nice and browned. Set that aside to the same pan. Add some oil. Usually I use avocado oil. Add in the frozen peppers and onions or the fresh peppers and onions. Season with some salt. Usually I'll do a little bit of chili powder and cumin and smoked paprika. Sometimes I will also do Italian seasoning if I'm looking for more of an Italian vibe and a little bit of garlic powder as well. So choose your own adventure if you want something that's a little bit more spiced or a little bit more Italian style, especially depending on the chicken sausage you choose if you're doing an Italian sausage versus an andouille sausage. So cook that up until it's soft. And then you can add the chicken sausage back to the pan if you want to or add them to your bowl or your roll separately if you want to as well. So typically what I'll do if I'm doing a sub, I will add the chicken sausage, top it with the peppers and onions. Actually, usually I do the peppers and onions in the bottom, add the chicken sausage. You can do some cheese on top and pop it under the broiler for a couple minutes to get it nice and melty. Or you can just do the peppers and onions, a little drizzle of mustard on top. Or I like to do it over a bowl with some cauliflower rice that cooks up in a pan in like five minutes or some rice that you cooked in the rice cooker as well. Delicious dinner. Serve it with any sort of sauce you want to. Typically, we will just serve it up with some mustard. Keep it really simple. But you could also do some sort of aioli. You could do one of the ranches I mentioned, the chipotle ranch or the jalapeno lime ranch as well. Really, whatever sauce you love. Add it on top and you've got a delicious dinner. Number two, chicken sausage sheet pan gnocchi. So I like using fresh gnocchi that you buy in the pasta section, not like the frozen cauliflower gnocchi for this. So basically, I slice up the chicken sausage. I toss it on a sheet pan with about half of a package of gnocchi and then whatever vegetables you want to add to the pan. Typically, I try to choose vegetables that cook around the same rate for this recipe. So I'll do peppers, onions, broccoli if it's chopped really small. You want to avoid potatoes or sweet potatoes or carrots or anything that's going to take quite some time to cook. You can do zucchini. You can do eggplant. Toss it all with some olive or avocado oil, garlic powder. Italian seasoning, a good amount of Italian seasoning. Toss that all together, spread it out over a sheet pan, roast it in the oven for about 25 minutes, tossing halfway. The gnocchi will get nice and crispy. Oh, don't forget salt. Did I did I not say salt? Please add salt before you cook it. Roast it in the oven for about 25 minutes, tossing halfway. The gnocchi will get nice and crispy. The chicken sausage will get crispy. The veggies will be cooked. You can serve this just As is, it's got everything you need for a whole meal. You can do a drizzle of pesto over the top or have pesto at the table to serve. You could also serve it with some crusty bread as well to kind of bulk it up a little bit. Typically, this is enough for our family of four, but you might need two sheet pans if you have a larger family, maybe two packages of chicken sausage and a full pack of gnocchi. This is probably the shortcut that takes the longest out of all of the ones. I mentioned, but if you have a little bit more time, it's very, very simple to throw together. And last but not least, just grilled chicken sausage. Grill your chicken sausage outside on the grill or on a grill pan or just sear it in a cast iron skillet. It only takes a couple minutes. You just need to brown it until it is warmed through and then grill up some simple summer vegetables. So zucchini, summer squash, eggplant, 
peppers, red onions. Slice them up into big enough pieces to grill. Toss them in some oil, sea salt, garlic powder. Grill them up and then you can chop them up afterwards or serve as is. You do want them bite-sized. I recently purchased these grill mats from Aldi. They were two for $5. I'm not sure if they're still at Aldi, but they are worth a look. If you have an Aldi near you, they also have similar items on Amazon as well. You can use a grill basket, but a grill basket's not my favorite for vegetables because I just find that it's never big enough to hold as many vegetables as I want to cook, and the veggies just don't grill in the way that I want them to. The grill mat works really well because you still get the grill marks and the vegetables still cook, but it keeps them from falling through the grates. So that's a great, quick, inexpensive suggestion if you want to grab a grill mat to use for your grill this summer. Of course, you can also roast these vegetables as well, but it will take a little bit longer to roast them than it will to grill them. And then serve it over some quinoa, quinoa that you've already made previously that you've cooked in the rice cooker or the Instant Pot, or even quicker, if you're not gluten-free, couscous cooks up in about five minutes, like I mentioned when I was talking about the Greek meatball bowls. So then you have a grilled veggie chicken sausage bowl You can also add a sauce to the top of this if you want to. You can crumble some goat cheese or some feta on top of that, too. But there is typically already so much flavor in just simple grilled vegetables and chicken sausage. You really don't need much else. So there you have it. 15 plus ideas. I gave you some different options for bases. I gave you a couple bonus ideas here and there. So many things you can do with meatballs, frozen breaded chicken, rotisserie chicken, fish sticks, chicken sausage to make easy shortcut dinners throughout the summer or really any time of the year. So I want to hear from you. What are your favorite shortcut dinner ideas for summer? Normally, I would ask you to share with me over on Instagram. I'm at Healthy Mama Chris. You can definitely still go follow me over there, but I'm taking a social media break this month. So better yet, come and share with us in the Healthy Mama Cooking Club. We have a ton of new recipes coming to the Healthy Mama Cooking Club this month, like my famous pulled pork and leftover pulled pork nachos with jalapeno cilantro ranch. I mentioned that a couple of times in this episode. It's actually very kid friendly. My kiddo ate about a quarter of the recipe the other night, so it's not too spicy. It's very family friendly. Really, all of the recipes in the cooking club are as family friendly as I can make them. Every kiddo is different. Every family is different, but we give you so many options. Some other recipes this month include the ultimate fresh summer taco salad, balsamic steak salad with peaches and blue cheese, those buffalo chicken meatball subs I mentioned, Thai noodle steak salad, ginger lime grilled chicken with Asian slaw, and so much more. All with suggestions and adaptations for gluten-free, dairy-free, and I'm always there to give you suggestions for substitutions and swaps. So if you haven't joined yet, You can get your first week free, and then it starts at just $3 a month for weekly meal inspiration, access to our recipe vault with over 100 family-friendly recipes. It is the best way to both support the podcast and get early access to new recipes, as well as member-exclusive recipes every single month. So head to patreon.com slash healthymamachris to join us over there. Thank you so much, as always, for listening to the Healthy Mama Kitchen podcast. I appreciate you. I hope this brings some ease to your dinners this summer. If you found this episode or any of the other episodes helpful, I would so appreciate if you left me a rating or review anywhere you subscribe to podcasts. 
Apple Podcasts, Spotify. It really helps the podcast be seen and heard by more mamas who could use the shortcut dinner or whatever I'm talking about that week, ideas and inspiration. Coming up next week, we are going to talk about low cook dinner ideas for warm weather when you get sick of cooking in the summer. Until next time, happy cooking or cooking less. Thank you for listening to Mommy's podcast. Friend, thank you so much for listening to another episode of the Healthy Mama Kitchen podcast. Don't forget to subscribe wherever you love to listen to podcasts. You never miss a cooking tip. If you've been loving this podcast, it would mean so much to me if you left a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. It truly makes a difference in how many other busy cooks find this show and lets me know what you're loving and want to hear more of. For show notes and links to all the recipes and tools I mentioned, head to HealthyMamaChris.com slash podcast. For daily eats, cooking tips, and family-friendly shortcut dinner ideas, be sure to follow along over on Instagram at HealthyMamaChris. Remember, cooking for your family may not always feel easy, but it can be simple.